on a special mid-month edition of the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast, I want to talk about public relations and thinking before you act. Welcome to the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Listen as each episode explores ideas and tactics that real estate professionals can use to get more clients and make more money. Here are your hosts, Paul Polson and Val Lebrecht. We typically post at the end of the month, but I just saw this news story on CBC and it was so fascinating to me and so mind-blowing that I thought I had to do a special mid-month edition of the podcast. It's Thursday, May 6th as I record this and the CBC just had a story about a man from near Chilliwack that was trying to sell his lakeside cabin. He had hired a realtor to do that job for him and the realtor did manage to get him a buyer. But when the deal fell through, the realtor and the brokerage are now suing the seller. I'll add a link to the full CBC story in the description, but the short version is that the buyer had put down a sizable deposit of about $70,000, and then when the deal went to close, that buyer evaporated and that deposit was forfeit. Now the brokerage and the listing realtor are suing the seller to get that deposit. They're saying that in BC, the standard contract that is signed says that if a realtor brings their client a legally binding contract, they're due the commission whether the deal completes or not. I don't have enough expertise as a realtor or a lawyer to talk about whether this is a lawsuit that's going to fail or succeed or whether the realtor is or isn't owed this money or whether the seller did or didn't do something wrong, any of those things. All I'm looking at is at the end result and where we're at right now. And right now, the public perception of this realtor and this brokerage is not great. Whether they are or aren't entitled to this commission, I think it was a very short-sighted strategy for them to decide to go after the seller in court like this. At the end of the day, real estate is all about relationships and reputation. And right now, this realtor and this brokerage have destroyed both of these things. If you go to Google and you look up Century 21 Seaside in White Rock, their Google page comes up and you can just see that there's a litany of one-star reviews all referencing the CBC story. The same for the realtor. It's just not really a good scene. And in a best case scenario, the brokerage and the realtor would have stood to have gained $70,000 that they would have split between the two of them some way. But now with a story on CBC that is burning through the lower mainland, and in the days to come, I won't be surprised if it's picked up by national media, this brokerage and this realtor are not growing their brand and their reputation as being capable professionals that go the extra mile to help out a client. They're coming across as predatory. And even if they get the $70,000, I can't imagine what this is going to cost for them to try and turn this reputation around. I'm sure the damage that's being done in the next few days will have an associated cost of hundreds of thousands, if not a million dollars, to get it sorted out by the time it's all said and done. As far as I can tell, the brokerage has already deleted its Facebook page, its Instagram page, those kinds of things. And any place that a review or a comment can be left, it's a snotty, mean comment about how this is not cool and it's not how a realtor or a brokerage should behave. It doesn't matter if this is legal or not, or whether the brokerage and the realtor are entitled to this money. It's just terrible, terrible optics. And I don't know what they were thinking when they thought that this was a good idea. Your best case scenario with this for the brokerage is going to be a complete rebrand. They'll have to be Century 21 something else, and they'll have to change all the signage, all the business cards, all all everything. All of their other agents that aren't involved with this are going to come in and say, I need everything rebranded. So what's the cost involved with that? And I don't know if this is what will come to pass, but in an extreme case, 
The Century 21 mothership could parachute in from the sky, read both the brokerage and the realtor the riot act, and tell them it doesn't matter if you're entitled to this or not, you're destroying our brand along with yours, so we're done here and you're no longer associated with the Century 21 name. So things like rebranding business cards, websites, all those types of things, those hard costs, that's just one part of this. Now there's the goodwill that has been burnt, not just for this realtor and this brokerage, but for every realtor that works at that brokerage. If you're like 95% of agents that want to do a good job for their client and you're working at the brokerage, this is just an anchor that's going to hang around your neck and you're not going to stay there very long. You're going to get the hell out of there and go someplace else so that you can say, no, 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 I wasn't part of that. This wasn't my doing. It was a bad idea. I would not sue a seller if something like this happened. It's untowards. And even if it's legal, I don't think that it's right. On the podcast, we regularly talk about thinking about what types of videos and marketing and persona and everything else you want to put out to the world so that you're attracting the sellers and buyers that like you and like the way that you do business. But these considerations don't all just revolve around marketing. You're essentially a public figure now when you're a real estate agent and, and conceivably whatever you do could be held under a microscope, could wind up on the six o'clock news on CBC. It could turn into a huge story. And before you take an action, you need to ask yourself, is this really beneficial to my business? Is this the brand and reputation I want associated with me? It is beyond me how seasoned professionals could think that this was a good idea, that this was a great tact to take. $70,000 is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. This is not once in a lifetime, one final score. If I can get this money from this seller, I can retire and buy an island in a private jet. This was not the type of money that sets you up for the rest of your life. The arithmetic here that was done is just mind-blowing to me that somebody looked at it and said, yes, I will wager my reputation, my career, my brand, and everything else for my split of $70,000. If the story on CBC is accurate, this is crazy talk. I can't believe it. So to pull a rant back to an advertising topic, know that everything you do, purposefully or otherwise, publicly or otherwise, has the potential to affect your brand, good or bad. So whenever you're thinking that you're going to take an action, whether whenever you're considering a certain behavior or a course of action, you need to think about how this could conceivably benefit or blow up in your face if it ever gets out into the public. Anyway, this was just a really unbelievable story for me to hear, and it was something that I just had to get off my chest. Thanks for listening, and we'll return to our regular upload schedule with the next episode being uploaded on June 1st. We hope this episode was beneficial to you and that we inspired you to take action in your own business. Sign up for our newsletter to be alerted each time we post a new podcast and for links to our website and social accounts. We're Paul Polson and Val Lebrecht, and this has been the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll become a regular listener.